Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why C developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit C.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. How's everybody feeling? It's been a wild week for me. I was on ant duty this past week. And we'll get into what that did to me and how that changed me as a human being down to my core. By the end of the podcast, we'll talk about that. And we're going to talk about some things that bothered me this week. A lot has been bothering me. How about you? Are you bothered? I'm hot and bothered. And not really hot because Los Angeles still is going through this weird, gloomy, weather system that I don't understand. I don't understand if this is global warming. I don't understand if it's a sign that I should move back to the East Coast because I basically still am living in Seattle since January. It has affected my mood. It's affected my outfits. And it's affected my overall well-being. Lucky for me, I've got these spin drifts that I thoroughly enjoy. They are not a sponsor of the podcast, but I'm just letting you know what the situation is. Speaking of situation, my roots, I have just let my hair go. I don't know if any other woman's out there feels the same way about their looks and their hair and just the way they usually upkeep themselves. This is a downkeep. I have completely let my roots go. And it's not a big deal. There are a lot more severe issues happening in the world. But when I see my recording and I see my reflection, I'm like, damn, maybe I, maybe I should toss some color on this. But then again, maybe I should just let my natural truth just keep growing through. I'm going to let my truth keep growing. Mm. Speaking of growing, I've been growing a little something that I've been working on has been growing. And I'm really, really excited and honored that it has come to fruition with the help of my assistant, Deb, and the trust of the Alzheimer's Association. We have started Alt Tips, which was a little mini thing that I did back when my dad was sick. I had Alt Tips that just happened naturally. I would talk about what happened with my father's disease as it was happening. And we put that up on my Instagram page and, and I think on Twitter and, and probably Facebook as well. Just documenting what I was experiencing as we were experiencing my father being sick. And 
I had always had it as a goal to incorporate that with the Alzheimer's Association somehow. I knew I wanted it to become something more organized, something more concise and encapsulated in a program of sorts or just something that was easily digested and digestible for the regular folk as we can call them just people going through something horrible and me my general desire to put the knowledge that I garnered from that horrible experience into something a little light yet informative so alts tips has begun we are in the middle of june which is alzheimer's awareness month and we're doing one tip a day with the alzheimer's association on how to deal with alzheimer's disease and the first week we talked about just a few things on how to deal with the disease and then the second week was all about how to help a family dealing with the disease like what you can do as a friend or a family member adjacent to anyone who's caregiving, a loved one who has a disease. And this week, technically week three, I think week three, the third week that we're in right now, we're talking about Alzheimer's prevention, which is one of the biggest questions I get. Not that I'm a doctor, not that I am an expert by any stretch of the term. I can only relay what I know and what I've experienced. So I, you know, did some extra research and thought about what worked for us and what I know to be true. And this week we're talking about prevention. So today's tip was to go for a walk, just to go for a walk, just to get out and get some movement. It kind of combines a lot of different things because prevention is really just about a healthy lifestyle which is so difficult. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't enjoy a beer. I don't enjoy a glass of wine. I just had two slices of pizza for lunch. And there is that whole argument about everything in moderation, which I do believe in, especially when we're talking about blue zones around the world where people live over 100. They're drinking a little wine. They're having a little vino. They're having a little bread. Give us this day our daily bread. I mean, it's, it's in the Bible trespass onto others as you don't trespass onto us. You guys know the words. It's a popular instinct song. I can't have bread. So I'm not going to sit here and act like my life is pristine. It is not pristine, but I can only give you the information. So going for a walk sort of combines a lot of different things, movement, sunshine, nature, and a little bit of meditative a meditative moment, you know, when you're walking, you can kind of get into a meditative state. So today's all about just going for a walk. I'm trying to keep it simple and somewhat relatable and shareable. So if you guys are on the World Wide Web, if you should happen upon my alts tips, please share them, send them to anybody you know that might benefit from them. They're on my TikTok page. They're on the SoCal Alzheimer's page and also the Alzheimer's Association page. Share them. If you know somebody who's struggling with the disease, Give them some resources. By the way, there's a 24-7 help hotline, 1-8-8-272-3900. I believe that's it. Hold on. I can confirm. I can confirm that. I'll just go right to my page and see what it is. Let's see. Um, Deb made these amazing gifts for me so that when I do make a little cute video that I can put these gifs I, I sound 50 gifs or gifs i don't know 
I don't know how to pronounce it, but Deb made these awesome uh, images to go along with what we made. So the Alzheimer's, I'm just going to Google it. I should have it right here, damn it. Hotline. I believe it's 1-800-272-3900. Let's see if I'm right. Oh, shoot. And by the way, it's not old timers, as you guys like to say it. It's Alzheimer's. Contact us. Alzheimer's care 24-7. Oh, God, this is a whole other. Oh, this is somebody else's number. Son of a. I've got it written down. Hold on, guys. We're organized. We got it. I have a, a notebook for everything. I have a notebook for the Alzheimer's Association. 1-800-272-3900. You betcha I didn't forget. You betcha. How is everybody freaking doing? So thank you so much for, if you already are on board with the Alzheimer's alt tips that we're doing. Thank you if you've already shared. And if you guys want to join us for the longest day on June 21st, we're doing a special live broadcast from my page out to the world and uh, you know Alzheimer's prevention we're gonna have a couple speakers from the Alzheimer's Association and hopefully a couple friends of mine can hop on and make it entertaining as well because it is a heavy it's a it's a tough pill to swallow so I'm trying to do it with a little bit of humor and humility so thank you ahead of time there are a lot of fun things that have evolved one I wanted to do this on this episode but I'm keeping it for my patreon fan club I got a special gift, something that I lost years ago has resurfaced. And it's something that I really, really loved and was really sad that I had lost it because I had it specially made for me and somebody found it. So I'm going to post that video on my Patreon page. And this is not a shameless attempt trying to get anyone to join my Patreon. If you're a fan and you want to support, great, join the Patreon. If not, hey, that's your life as well. But if you would like some extra exclusive content, that will be on my Patreon. Um, I've watched some new shows and some things bothered me. I don't know if anyone's watched a show called From. It's a new show on Hulu. I think Hulu, no, Prime. It's fantastic. And it's creepy and it's got creatures in it and it's a little new. I love when a show's kind of new and they're doing something different. The show's kind of like that. But it does this thing that really bothers me. And I don't know that we would actually do it in society if monsters were real, if we're talking about like fantasy-based monsters, if they were actually real. This show does this thing where all this chaos happens at night. Like literally people are being disemboweled. And is it disemboweled or disemboweled? I hate when I say words wrong. It's a real pet peeve of mine. I feel like it's disemboweled. I'm going to have to Google everything today. It's going to be one of those days. Bow, disemboweled. Thank my lucky charms for that one. So this show has got these creepy monsters, okay? It does this thing. People are getting disemboweled. People are getting ripped apart. Blood's going everywhere. Mofos are dying every damn day. It's chaotic. But then during the day and even sometimes at night, everyone's acting like it's fine. Everyone, we're having parties. We're being like, hey, girl, can I borrow your sweater? Oh, my God. Did you hear what Carl said today about Stephanie? Like, what? They're all acting like everything's fine. And I, 
it frustrated me because I, I don't think we'd act like that. I think all day long, I would be in a panic spiral. Like, hey, hey, four more hours until Larry gets disemboweled. Like, we're counting down until I'm going to be ripped from, from tit to chin. It doesn't sound like that much, but you don't know which way they're going. Are they going down the front and coming around from the top? Are they just doing this little area here? It doesn't matter. It's going to be horrific either way. We got four hours and 27 minutes until that happens, Becky. What are we going to do? All day long, all I would be focused on is the impending doom that hits the door come sunset. I sure as hell wouldn't be like, so what are you wearing to the party tonight? So it's, this, that's one of my pet peeves in shows. Um, what are these people doing? Slicing up avocados and making a, a farmer's market salad. You are going to get murdered in four hours. A woman and a child were killed last night. And you guys are making a, a watermelon feta and mint salad. God, that's such a great salad, though, isn't it? What a, what a refreshing treat that is. I'm just saying. As someone who lives in a town where there are day walkers, and I am terrified, not knowing who's going to do what to me, it's unrealistic. And maybe that's where we've evolved to, that... We need shows. We used to need escapism, and now we've dealt with so much reality, we get frustrated when we feel like we're being regarded as dumb. I'm not dumb. I don't think people would act this way. Make it real. Make it too real. I want shows to be too real again. Okay? I, I need it. And then I, I say that, and then I watched an episode of, I believe it's American Horror Story's new C series, or a derivative of American Horror Story. It's called Monsterland. <sighs> I watched episode three. Oh, it, it, it haunted me. Episode three of Monsterland will stick with me for life. It, it got into my bones and it was shot beautifully. It was scary, but also heartbreaking and too real, but it needed to be too real to get its point across. I watched this and I was like, this is almost a perfectly written episode of television. And it could have been a movie. And I'm only saying this because I feel like, I don't know if you guys have felt this way when you're watching and streaming. You get a little bit of like streamers atrophy where there's so much content. You don't know what to watch. And then you kind of burn out on binging and it, Nothing is as exciting as it used to be. We're all experiencing this weird dopamine deficit where nothing's really hitting us the way it used to, even TV shows. So when I experience a flavor, a place, an experience, a show that excites me, I, now I have to share it. So you got to check out From. The show's called From. I, I, you've probably seen the billboards and they look stupid. I remember seeing the billboard for From and I'm like, this looks dumb. Who's the crazy person in the window? Who's the crackhead? Doesn't even look like a zombie. It looks like a, a meth head from Venice Boardwalk. So I saw the billboards. I'm like, this show looks dumb. You need to watch From and you need to watch Monsterland and Godspeed when you do because it's going to hit you in your feels. It's going to hit you in your feels. That's all I'm saying. Yes, I got a new lip gloss and I'm really excited about it. What is this one? It's Elf, which it sta Elf stands for something. And I, it's, I, I don't know what it stands for. Let me guess environmental lovely foundation I, 
elf is probably some stupid acronym elf makeup let's see we're googling it it's the episode of googles elf makeup what does it stand for eye lip and face i it, that to me that sounds like when you go to another country and they they translate english incorrectly it sounds like somebody tried to say ear nose throat doctor and they're like eye lip face doctor and you're like what like a dermatologist no no the of the olfactory so I got this new lip gloss. Not that this is groundbreaking news, but this is the, I always use this color because I don't, you know, sometimes a girl just needs like a cute little pop of color on her lip. So this is Wild Rose in Elf's Lip Lacquer. Enjoy it. I think it's at Target. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? So I told you about these shows you need to, sh you need to check out. Um, the box, the stuff that's in the box, you're going to have to check out the Patreon page for that. I have to keep it cute. Oh, I had my own freak out last night. I did some, I may or may not have partook in some psilocybin. A microdose, if you will. And I was at my cousin's enjoying that. We were planning our outfits for Italy because we were going to Italy for her 40th. And... I left at a reasonable hour. I'm a grown woman. I like to get sleep. So I left at like 930. I get home and uh, the entire neighborhood is blacked out. Not like drunk. Like no lights. Completely blacked out. And it freaked me out. Not just because I was on a microdose of shrooms, but because let's be real. It's a, it feels a little chaotic out there. Right? And this is me saying that. It feels a little chaotic out in these streets. There's an energy. It kind of feels like that part in Ghostbusters where the where the pink blob is underneath the streets and, and, and the anger is just feeding it more and more and more. That's what kind of feels like what it felt like when I rolled up to Venice last night. And pitch black. And I had the worst thought. And I, I don't know how or why my thoughts have gone in this direction, but I thought, what if, what if, what if some vagrants organized, got together, kicked out our electricity so that they can vandalize the neighborhood? I'm like, it's purge. I called my cousin. I go, it is purge. They're purging. She's like, what? I'm like, they're purging in the neighborhood. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And... She's like, you can come back, come back. And I just love my bed too much. So I lit seven candles, almost burned my place down, trying to survive the apocalypse. And, and I'm on a blockchain text thread with all of my neighbors. We live in this little community here and we all have each other's information. And that's the only reason why I didn't go to my cousin's house because I was freaked out. I have to be honest, I was really freaked out because what's going to happen? I have a dog with no teeth. Bunny, who is such a baby, and Carlin, who would sell my soul for meats and cheeses. He's a pit bull boxer. If you're coming in with a charcuterie board, I'm done. I'm done for. There's no security. So I was freaking out, and, and I'm looking through all the windows. I got a candle. I, I felt like Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm just like, what's outside? <laughs> Who's out there? Who's trying to come in? And then I hear this huge bang. And everybody in the text thread's like, did you hear that? And it's all girls. We're like, oh my God, what's that noise? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? What the F was that? And I'm like, they're coming in. <laughs> they're 
They're coming in. They've breached the wall. They're inside the house. And it was just a palm, palm tree here. The palm fronds grow and die and the dead ones hang on until a gust of wind takes them off. And it just so happened that on the darkest night in Venice, California, a gust of wind took out all the palm fronds from this one palm tree which is very rare for all of them to fall at once, but they all fell down to their death and caused a ruckus. I nearly soiled myself. Chaplain, all my dogs ran under the bed. I'm here with a lantern like it's the 1850s. And I'm like, who's there? Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Not even like Clint Eastwood, just the ghost of Ebenezer Scrooge in a house dress. I'm in a muumuu with a candle. Completely helpless. And I realized... We are way too dependent on electricity. And then I made like a dad joke to myself that I want. I waited to tell Tully on our other podcast, The Deuce, because we love puns. It's kind of like the whole energy over there at The Deuce. And I told him, I go, yeah, all the energy, all the electricity went out. And I wondered what happened. Like watts, like energy watts. And it went right over his head. And he said it was a bad joke. So if you guys think it's a bad joke, tell me. Do you think it's a bad joke or a good joke that I said, I wonder what happened? You know, like W-A-T-T, not W-H-A-T. Anyways, you have to explain it. It's not funny. I just answered my own question. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So I had a I had a fun experience outside of the blackout here in, in Venice, California. My sister was here visiting for a little bit and I got to watch the kids. And I have to say that I was really hyped about it. I was very excited because A, it gave me an opportunity to bond with them, which I always feel like I miss out on so much because I have always lived away from home. And I've missed a lot of very pivotal points in a lot of my family members' lives. I've missed births, deaths, almost all the births and all the deaths. I, I wasn't able to be there for either of my parents' deaths. And I wasn't there for either of my niece or nephew's births. So, you know, the violins are playing. I'm not trying to woe is me. I'm only saying that it meant a lot that my sister wanted me to watch her kids or trusted her kids with me. She had no other option, so I was the last resort, (laughs) Aunt Jessie's last resort. But I was really excited to have them here, and I really kind of went all out getting them snacks. You know, I got Rice Krispie treats, got 45 boxes of mac and cheese, when in doubt, get some mac and cheese. 
I got some waffles. I got chicken nuggets. You know, they, they, they eat the worst food. All kids eat the worst food, but it's also the greatest food. So I just took it as an opportunity for me to also eat the worst food and enjoy that. But I got to tell you, from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m., they were on full blast meth energy. Now, they weren't on meth, but kids just have this meth energy. They wake up and they're like, what are we doing for the day? They're so excited to be alive. They're like, we're up. Karina, every morning at 4.59 a.m. Aunt Jess, Aunt Jess, are you up? Are you up? Aunt Jess, are we getting up? Uh We're getting up. (laughs) We're up. I guess we're up. On the clock. And now I understand why all the witches in Disney movies are trying to eat kids. They're not hungry. They just want the kids to shut the F up. They're just done asking, answering their questions. That's all. These witches are just done with the questions. Why? 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 Get in the oven. Get in the oven. I'm going to bake you to death. I, it, it's, it, it's, it's, my alarm clock was pure child energy. And I have to say, I was very envious of it. I was very envious of that child energy and that excitable energy. And it made me wonder, where does that go? Where does all that zest for life go? And, and they reinvigorated me. I have to be honest, as cheesy as it sounds. You know, these girls, my, my niece and my nephew waking up with Richard Simmons' mid-90s energy was, was something to aspire to. <laughs> My niece was waking up like, let's, are we sweating to the oldies? What are we doing today? They woke up every day like, today's a gift. Let's open it. Let's see what's inside. They wake up with the same energy that Brad Pitt had, wondering what was in the box. If Brad Pitt was excited about what was in the box. If Brad Pitt didn't know it was like his wife's head in the box, spoiler alert, that would be the same type of energy that kids wake up with. They're like, what is in today? What's in today? What is in it? We're so excited. We can't wait to open up the day. And it took me a minute. It took me a minute and a couple glasses, a couple cups of coffee to get there. It took me a couple cups of coffee to match their meth energy in the morning. But I'll tell you, I put on my sweatbands and my little workout shorts and I'm like, let's do this. I am here and I'm here to, to make it happen. You know, but people who are like, It's always interesting to me. People who are like, having children is the most rewarding experience. Really? I had my niece and nephew all weekend. I didn't get one thank you. I didn't get one thank you. I was a waiter. I was a launderer. I was a chef. I was a, 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 you better believe I was a chauffeur. I also was a wardrobist, a toy collector. I was a hairdresser. I didn't get one thank you. There wasn't a single reward other than my envy of their energy. Worth the challenge? Are you kidding me? It's the greatest. It's the most rewarding experience to who? I'm exhausted and no one thanked me. I made 17 breakfasts. 
They ate me out of house and home. I thought I had enough mac and cheese. You never have enough mac and cheese if you have toddlers in your house. Forget the biblical locusts. I had two toddlers. They went through everything. They even ate my box of dates. (laughs) I'm sticking with dogs. I'm staying an ant and I'm sticking with dogs. It was intense. It was the single most challenging experience of my life. And and I've had some challenging experiences. Both of my parents are dead. And having my niece and nephew for two nights was much more difficult. It's so rewarding. I didn't hear one thank you. All I heard is, where, when are we going? Where is my, why, why, why? Are we going to the park? Are we going to the park? Are we going to the park? When are we going to the park? I didn't hear one freaking thank you. Are you kidding me? What reward? Oh, I was a chef. I was a waiter. I was a dishwasher. I was, I, I, I didn't get it. One single tip, literally no reward other than procreation. Let me tell you the procreation bus line stops with me. This is psychological warfare. No parents prepared to be a parent. That's what I learned this past weekend. I don't care how many classes you take. It doesn't get real until it's real. And it got real, but I love them so much. They're so precocious. I love them so much. (laughs) I had a a few funny overheard moments this past couple weeks. I actually overheard my, uh, it was a FedEx delivery guy. I was walking the dogs and I passed him and he was on his earbuds talking to somebody and he goes, well, what most people don't know about me is my third divorce cost me millions. I died. He said my what most people don't know about me is my third divorce cost me millions. I wonder what happened in the first and second divorce. Because for him to be nonchalantly relaying that, maybe he got money in the first two and he broke even the third one. And this just gave me an idea. These are real overheard sound bites from life. If you guys hear those, please start collecting them for me. I want to hear your random overheard things that happen around you. And it does two things. One, it's very entertaining to sort of have a periphery, a peripheral hearing of what's going on around you. It's entertaining once you start to open that up. And two, it also makes you a little bit more aware of your surroundings and it brings you into the moment a little bit more. So... Do that for me if you could. And just email them to me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. Save me a couple. It can be from anywhere. And, so, you know, you don't, you'll just think of it and you'll hear the craziest things. And Debbie is such, such a bitch. <laughs> she said I had my own overheard moment again. And I, I drink or put this stuff in my coffee and it's called moon juice or it, it's, it's, it's kind of like an aphrodisiac, but it's also a mood booster. It's got ashwagandha and, and some other adaptogens in it and some cacao. And it's like a cacao mix. You can make it like hot chocolate. I put it in my coffee in the morning. And I said to Debbie, so this is my very own overheard, Jesse May's overheard. I said, I don't know if it's psychosomatic, but that moon juice works for me. I add it to my coffee. And Deb goes, okay, Sequoia. And I'm like, bitch. She's not wrong. 
I said, I don't know if it's psychosomatic, but that moon juice works for me. I put it in my coffee. I wanted to choke myself. I wanted to dash all myself for sure. And then another funny overheard happened within my own experience of being out with my sister. We were out and having some drinks and I don't remember where it was. It was, I think it was at Shutters in Venice and she asked for a straw, but you know, we can't have straws anymore. So not, they gave us macaroni. It was pasta. And I ate the straw. I was a little stoned and I ate the entire straw before I even took a drink out of it. I, I, I ate it down and I asked for another straw. You know, I could have just ordered a bowl of macaroni, but I'm like, no, I want the straw. And the waiter said, we have some more straws here if you're still hungry after my third or fourth straw. And I thought that was hilarious. I love when people just throw out these little lines. He's like, hey, uh, we got some more straws if you're still hungry. I was like, rude, but accurate. I see what you're doing there. It's a little rude, but it's very accurate. Speaking of rude, we've got some more dogs in stores. Now, I got excited about this dog because it just looked like a cute little fluff ball. And it was a cute little fluff ball. But Deb told me that they allow dogs in, in Home Depot. And I'm like, what the F? Of all places for a dog not to be, it's, it's definitely Home Depot. There's, there's, you know, we got paint supplies. There's two by fours, four by twos, lumbar supports. There's toilet seat covers. Those things could hurt dogs. We got slabs of you brick 49, 22 gauge tiles from Italy. You guys don't know about that. That's, that, that's a licensed contractor talk. You don't know what I'm saying. It's okay. I don't expect you to understand all that. But the point is dogs should not be at Home Depot because they could get their head sliced off by a two by four. So I found this cute little puppy and, and I videotaped him and I thought he was adorable. And I, I made him my friend. But I went against my own belief, my own dogma of dogs being in stores everywhere. So just because I think this one is cute doesn't mean that I'm encouraging it. And Home Depot, get your shit together because dogs should not be in Home Depot. We don't need dogs at home. Leave your dog at home. Depot. There is something that's been that has come to my mind that I wanted to talk about on the podcast before, but I didn't because I didn't know if I should. But I have to talk about Ryan Gosling and his face, and I don't know what's happening to it. I'm not one to talk shit about people. I'm not one to shame anyone. But since the release of Barbie... I, I was looking at his face and something's, something's up with his face. And I'm not the only one who thinks it. I'm not the only one who thinks something's up with his face. Literally, this, this website, She Finds, says, Fans think Ryan Gosling has had fillers after his latest public appearance. His face looks different. Look, here's the thing. All of our faces look different. My face looks different. Everyone's face looks different. But this face looks particularly different. And maybe it's the maybe it's the highlights in the front of his hair that's giving that like Kato Kalin um interesting horrible coloring that it's throwing off the rest of his face. It, it, I don't know if he got he probably got highlights for the movie. Everything looks strange to me. His face looks looks like he literally morphed into a Ken doll. So I don't know if this is method acting. 
I don't know if it's injections. It's his life. Live your life. But his face looks very interesting. Uh, it says Ryan Gosling has been on the press circuit recently for his upcoming films, the f- films, the fall guy and Barbie fans think that he's gotten fillers in preparation for the extensive media tour, noting he looks different. Um, some TikToker said that he's had facial augmentation to zhuzh up his look, but, uh, they said that he looked really bad pl- uh, close up. Here's the thing. Um, he looks a little unaffected. He look, kind of looks like the women out here on Rodeo Drive when they're shopping and nothing would move their face. A car accident wouldn't, you know, they could, they could literally get hit straight on by a car and their face would, would stay in its one position. That's kind of what this is giving. And only, only because he's just such a, a babe and has been a babe makes me a little curious. And this might be a double standard. I just think it's strange when men get work done. Sounds like a double standard. So this could be a double standard. And hey, let him do what he wants to his freaking face. It just looks a little Thanksgiving parade floaty. And I'm concerned and I hope he stops and I hope he doesn't do anymore because it, it, I don't think it ends up looking good on guys. What is this? Pink jacket. Oh, God, he looks like a Muppet. I don't like it. I know that that was a little mean, but seriously, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, there's something I wanted to talk about, and it it, it is what's in the box, but I can't tell you guys what's in the box. You're going to have to watch Patreon. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about is how I'm a witch. You're probably like, how are you a witch? Well, on the comfort episode. I think it was episode 363. I talked about Tina Turner being on tour. That's an alliteration. I talked about Tina Turner being on tour and the next day she died. And all of you reached out and told me I killed her. And I'm here to say that I did not kill Tina Turner. I'm here to say that I'm sorry that she passed away and the timing was horrible. Leave it to me to just randomly talk about one of the coolest and most amazing pop stars of our time. I I really consider her like a rocker, pop star, you know, just such a a badass female singer. And then the next day she dies, you know, and everyone, you all came at me. And I think it was real rude. I think it was real rude. And Yes, I, I'm aware that I'm a witch. I did not kill Tina Turner. I just wanted to go on record and to tell you that. And RIP to TT. Okay? What's love got to do with it? I'm sorry for her family, and I wish them a lot of healing. She had the greatest legs. She's going to have the greatest legs forever. RIP to those hot legs. I, I can't believe how many of you came at me. It just was really rude. RIP to what Ryan Gosling's face used to look like as well. There's so much more I want to talk about, but I just wanted to get here and say hi to you guys and, and pop in. It's been a wild week being the, the doting aunt that I am and realizing that maybe I did make the right decision to not procreate. Please send me those overheards that you hear in your life, in your farmer's market, in your neighborhood, on the playground while you're hanging with the kids' parents. Email me to jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail. I want you guys to have a great week. If you have any articles or fun stuff that you want me to talk about, send it my way. Let's make this interactive. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for your support. Thanks for watching, listening, 
and sharing this podcast. It means the world. Have a great weekend.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.